Good morning. It's good to be here with you this morning. Beth and I have the privilege to be members here at First Baptist Church in U Valley, but we're bad members. We're seldom here. As uh, perhaps many of you know, I have the privilege to serve as the Director of Missions of the Del Rio U Valley Baptist Association, which is comprised of 43 churches in eight counties. So we're in a different church just about every, every Sunday. But it's good to be here today and to be able to share this time with our church family and with you. I invite you to turn in your Bible to the Gospel of John. The Gospel of John, the seventh chapter. We'll be looking just at three verses. Three verses that I believe have much to say to us. John chapter 7, verses 37 through 39. On the last and most important day of the festival, Jesus stood up and cried out, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. The one who believes in me, as the scripture has said, will have streams of living water flow from deep within. He said this about the Spirit. Those who believed in Jesus were going to receive the Spirit, for the Spirit had not yet been given, because Jesus had not yet been glorified. Amen. There is a word that we often hear, but I think is often not understood. It's the word revival. It's believed by many people that within the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, both in a, a local church way and also in a corporate way, we stand in need of revival. And then as we experience that revival, that will have a direct positive effect on our sin-sick culture. I believe we would all agree as we look at our culture around us that there's great need, that there are things that are just accepted as normal which are not normal because they go against God's divine design. Therefore, there's sin. But yet, we look sometimes as the solution as coming from outside in when the real solution comes from inside out. Now, what is revival? There are many ways that it could be defined, but one that I found says it this way. Revival is the visitation of God to awaken His people, touching their hearts, in deepening His work of grace in their lives. It's that renewal within the people of God. It's that refreshing. It's when people, another man said it this way, it's when people begin again to obey God. When we begin to walk as the Lord would have us to walk, that is revival. That's needed. But I would 
say this to us all. That corporate revival begins with personal revival. It begins with, I started to say you and me, but that's probably not the best order. This isn't good grammar what I'm going to say, but it is the better order. It begins with me and you. Did you catch the significance of that? Personal revival begins, first of all, with me. It begins with you. There was the Feast of Tabernacles. It was one of the special Jewish festivals. It was a time when people came from all the Jewish empire, and they came uh, to Jerusalem for this special religious celebration. And it came to a culmination on the last and great day of the feast as it was termed. It came to a real moment of jubilation when the priest would go and he would draw water from the pool of Siloam and he would come and he would pour it out on the altar and the people would sing together, you will joyfully draw water from the springs of salvation, which is a quote from Isaiah chapter 12, verse 3. You will joyfully draw water from the springs of salvation. Now, at this time, Jesus stood and he made a very uh, wonderful declaration. What did he say? He said, if anyone is thirsty... Let him come to me and drink. The one who believes in me, as the scripture had said, will have streams of living water flow from deep within. Perhaps some of you have a Bible version that says will flow from their innermost being. Now, what was Jesus doing when he made this astounding declaration? Jesus was declaring himself to be those waters of salvation. He was declaring himself to be the one that would satisfy that inner thirst that no one else can satisfy or that nothing else can satisfy. Jesus says, I am the living water. And if you are thirsty, come to me and drink. And from deep within will flow forth rivers, not a trickle, but rivers, flowing streams of living water. If we stand in need of spiritual refreshment, what does Jesus say we need to do? He says that we need to come to Him, but not only come to Him. When we come to Him, we need to come to Him, and we need to drink. And when we drink, what will happen? Out of the very core, the innermost part of our being, He says, will flow forth rivers even torrents of living water. Personal revival. 
I want that kind of revival in my life. My prayer is that you too would thirst for that. But I would contend to you and say to you, we can not only desire it, we can experience it in and through the Lord Jesus. Well, let's think for a few minutes together about personal revival. The first thing that we see as we look at the text here today is that personal revival begins with spiritual thirst. We're not going to experience that personal revival till we have the desire for it. We're not going to go to drink of the cool, fresh water till we realize that we're thirsty. Personal revival begins with spiritual thirst. Jesus said, if anyone is thirsty, have you ever really been thirsty? I think back at the time when I was most thirsty ever in my life. My father was a cattleman. He was a professional cattle buyer. He also ranched. He went to six cattle auctions a week. I I grew up in Abilene, but I effectively grew up in a cow lot. But one Saturday, Daddy sent me out to check on the cattle out northwest of Abilene, about 30 miles in a community called Noodle. It's as big as it sounds. It was in September, still hot. It had rained a lot. And there was a lot of a type of hybrid sorghum, and it had gotten about six feet tall. And I and one of my friends were on horseback, and we were going to count the cattle, but we were not finding any. And we kept going, and every step the horse would take, they would just sink down deep in that mud. And finally, we had to get off and lead them. It was September and still hot. A lot of people don't believe this, but at that time I weighed around 245 or 250 pounds. That old fat boy was sweating, let me tell you. Man, I got thirsty. Thirsty enough that there was a tank, a stock tank. I didn't swallow it. But I went and rinsed my mouth out till finally I got up to the store later and got me some water. Man, I was thirsty. But this isn't talking about physical thirst. This is talking about spiritual thirst. What are some of the things that cause spiritual thirst? Well, sometimes it's just that depletion that comes because we, we're just laboring all we can for the Lord and we just kind of run out of gas and we need refueling. It can be a thirst that's caused because of the barrier that comes because of unconfessed sin in our life. Sometimes we get careless and, and we don't have our accounts up to date 
with the Lord. A little while ago, the Lord showed me an attitude in me that was not right, and I had to claim 1 John 1, 9, that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Sometimes we have that kind of barrier, and that causes a spiritual thirst. It could be because we have a broken relationship with other people, and that depletes us spiritually. Oh, the list could go on and on, but there are things that cause within us spiritual thirst. Now, it's good to be thirsty because if we're thirsty, what will that lead us to do? It will lead us to drink. Now, sometimes thirst comes for another reason. We just become cold toward the things of God. We become disinterested. We become distracted. And we need to ask the Lord to help us to refocus and to make us thirsty for Him. So Jesus, the first thing he said, if anyone is thirsty, personal revival begins with spiritual thirst. But there's a second very important thing that we see here in the text. Personal revival requires that we draw near to Jesus. What did Jesus say? If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me. Where we go to drink is important. Now, if you're really thirsty, do you think that day when I was out there at Noodle and I got so hot and I got so dry that a Coca-Cola was the best solution to quench my thirst? What do you think? Probably not. Now, I still like a, a glass of cold iced tea. But good, cool, fresh water is unbeatable to quench our thirst. And what did Jesus say? If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me. Jesus is the one that can truly satisfy that heart longing that's what real spiritual thirst is in us. It is that longing in us for Him. And He and He alone, there's that song, Christ and Christ alone. He and He alone is the satisfaction for that deep need within the human soul. Oh, so many times we go to the wrong places. Now, I told you something about my background and Bach was not the kind of music that I listened to most of the time. I used to have a tremendous collection of Hank Williams uh, records. And I still listen to that kind of classical music. <laughs> but there's a country song they put it this way, looking for love where? Hey, y'all like classical music too. 
looking for love where? In all the wrong places. And that's what so often happens to us. We look for that spiritual satisfaction where? In all the wrong places. And we stay thirsty. We look to have our thirst satisfied with a sugary Coca-Cola when we need that fresh, clean, cool water of the refreshment that comes from the presence of the Lord Jesus. If anyone is thirsty, do what? Let him come to me. But that brings us to a third very vital truth. Personal revival requires that we fully trust in the Lord Jesus. He says, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and do what? And drink. I can have that glass of water or that glass of iced tea, not this old sugary sweet tea, but good cold iced tea and it doesn't do me any good till I drink it. Well, Jesus says, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. What does it mean to drink? Well, Jesus defines it. The one who believes in me, as the scripture has, has said, will have streams of living water flow from deep within him. Drinking is putting our trust fully in the Lord Jesus. It's leaning on Him. It's looking to Him. It's drawing from His flowing stream of grace. It's trusting in Him, believing in Him. It's coming and turning from those things that have depleted us and turning to Him so that He can refresh us. If there's sin in our life, what do we need to do with it? We need to face it, own it, confess it, and turn from it. If there's a broken relationship with another person and there's unforgiveness in us, what do we need to do? We need to forgive even as God in Christ's sake has forgiven us. If we've sinned against someone else, what do we need to do? We need to go and ask for their forgiveness. And say, Lord, take that bitterness from me. Lord, flood me with your grace and forgiveness. Lord, I'm tired. Give me rest. I look to you and I trust in you. So if we're going to experience personal revival, we first of all need to be thirsty. Oh, would God make us thirsty for His refreshment and His renewal? 
We need to go to Him and, and, and draw near to Him and drink from Him and trust in Him. And then we have the final, fourth thing that I would point out to you this morning. Personal revival comes in fulfillment of the Master's promise. He says, the one who believes in me as the scripture has said, will have streams of living water flow from deep within him. What's the condition? The conditions are faith. The conditions are trust. The conditions are surrender and our trust in him. And what does he promise? He promises a wonderful flowing river to come from deep within us and when he speaks of that river, what is he speaking of? He is speaking of the flow of the Holy Spirit in and through our lives. When we come to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, what happens? God gives us the gift of his Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes to indwell us. But then as we come and we're thirsty and we drink, what happens? The Holy Spirit then is released to refresh us and renew us and flow through us. We see two wonderful things happen. Our thirst is satisfied, and then there's a flowing stream that others can come and drink from. Oh, that the Spirit of God could so freely flow through my life that other thirsty people could come and drink. Wouldn't that be something fantastic? So personal revival comes in fulfillment of the Master's promise. Now, this is an ongoing process. We get thirsty. We draw near to Jesus. We drink. He fulfills his promise. The river flows. Our thirst is satisfied. Others drink. We get thirsty again. We come and we drink. And the river flows. Do you see that wonderful process that goes on and on? Oh, that we could live in that kind of perpetual renewal in our lives. I want that to be the reality in my life. I want to all ever be thirsty for the Lord Jesus. I like a Coca-Cola from time to time. But you know, there's nothing that beats just a good glass of fresh cold water. And I want to be ever thirsty for the Lord Jesus. And I want to continually go to Him and continually drink from Him. And I want the stream of His Spirit and His grace to flow through my life. That stream of blessing to others. Oh, my prayer is that would be your heart's longing as well. Oh, might the Lord make you thirsty 
thirsty for the Lord Jesus. Maybe you're here today and you've never come to where you have that assurance of a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. I'm so glad you're here today. That's a wonderful thing, but that's not enough. The Bible teaches us that for us to know that we have that relationship with Him, we come to Him in repentance and faith. And this may be the day when you would do that. Or there may be some of those things in your life that I've mentioned today that have depleted you and, and, and they've made you thirsty. Well, I'm glad they have because that tells you that you need to drink. Maybe there's issues of just being flat, worn out. You ever get that way? Or maybe there's issues of sin in, in your life that need to be corrected before the Lord. Or maybe there's something with another person that needs to be made right. Oh, I don't know what it is. But are you thirsty today? My prayer would be is that you would come to Jesus and that you would drink deep from the flowing stream of His grace. Would you bow with me for prayer? Heavenly Father, how we thank You for Your Word. We thank you for those wonderful words of the Lord Jesus that tells us if we're thirsty, we need to come to him and we need to drink. And if we believe out of our innermost being from deep within will flow forth rivers of living water. Oh, Spirit of God, would you just possess us and flow out through us today? Lord, I lift up each one here today each young person, each man, each woman. Oh, that we would come to you, Lord Jesus, and let you satisfy our heart thirst. For we pray in Jesus' name.